I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There we go. James, you're not just having Part the best two. time ever. I'm having a great time. Yeah, like this is, this is like a bouncy castle, a theme park and a water slide all combined into one. Mm. <clears throat> it's pretty dangerous. A lot of <laughs> yeah. I love food, yes. Actually, that's interesting. What is what is your what is your favourite thing in the world? What do you love more than Because I know that you hate yeah. shot puts. Sure. And yeah, yeah. you hate... What do you hate? Shot puts? Why Jeez. do you hate shot puts? Shot put, I think, is just such a boring spectator sport. <laughs> like, it's so... Like, I, I don't get it. Like, it, it, I don't it, think it is a spectator sport, is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, when, when you watch it on the Olympics and stuff and they go to the shot put, you're like, why are we going to the shot put? Because they're, they're going to... It just doesn't look impressive. I know that, like... Logically, it's impressive. Like it's like it's a heavy thing. They're throwing a heavy thing further than most people could throw a heavy thing, but no, it doesn't look good. I think if they threw like a satsuma or something and just like just like you know they just absolutely pelted it out of the stadium, then I'd watch that because it'd be really fun. Yeah. It would go it was a really long way. Yeah. A satsuma. Yeah, it'd be much better. It just go a really long way. Whereas actually, we're just watching this thing go a short distance. Yeah. It's a short distance. It's not very far. <laughs> I love that. It's so it. true. It's quite, quite anticlimactic, actually, because yeah. they're doing this big spin. Yeah. And then it's just goes bloop. Yeah. And I don't really, when they do do the spin, I'm like, I'm not sure that helped. <laughs> <laughs> like, how far you, would you have done it if you didn't spin around for ages? Like, so they get dizzy. Yeah, I don't understand it. Like, so yeah, I, just, I, I don't like that. I don't like geese. What about, yeah, the, ha- what about the hammer like throw? Geese. Hammer throws, all right. They get it a bit further, and at least like when they do spin round, they get that satisfying kind of like swing on the hammer yeah. when it kind of like hovers round mm. a bit. It's like, and yeah, you always think, like God, is someone going to get hit? So yeah. it's quite exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Javelin obviously <laughs> is a lot of fun. I, I, might I can't. Stabbed. Those those people that stand right in the in the middle, where, yeah. like right next to where it lands. I just can't. I mean, that that gives that's, me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, like, I mean, you it. yeah. Is that really your passion? Yes. <laughs> Could you not have done another job? Like, was it that you had to do that? Is it worth the risk? I don't know if it's worth. Is it? Well, I mean, that's why they banned lawn darts, right? You know, those. those right. Those, yeah, yeah. The, I guess they're like mini javelins, right? Yeah. Which used to. And what about? And you hate geese? Why? I hate do, them. Why do you hate geese? They're obnoxious and bullies. They, they kind of like it's how they they hiss at people, hiss at everyone, and they just kind of you know, get in amongst it. And like, like, like I love how you're pretending to be a geese. Yeah, right? I'm pretending to be a goose while I'm doing it. But it's just, it's just the kind of like. Just so aggressive. And also, like, I found out um, that they have tiny little teeth on their beak oh, yeah, they do, yeah. and, t- and tongues. <laughs> and their tongues are covered in teeth. Like, horrible creatures. Um, I-, I hate anything that hisses that shouldn't hiss. Oh. What, like an, like, like, like an egg? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If an egg hissed at me, I would hate it. Uh, I, I remember, like, there was, like, a, a Goosebumps uh, book. When I was a kid, the Goosebumps books were quite... quite oh, I love Goosebumps. Do you remember yeah. the ones that you could turn to a certain page? Do you remember the ones where you go, like, turn to page 55 if you want to take the left Choose your route. own adventure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, choose your own adventure books. That's not Goosebumps. So, so you know... Uh, but uh, Goosebumps was there's one called Night of the Living Dummy. And it's oh, a I've, ben- I've read that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a ventriloquist yeah. dummy yeah. who comes to life. And the first time the kid sees it, it's walking along. It's nighttime. The kid hears a creaking on the landing. 
gets up and looks out and there's like seems to be a little person like a, li- a little boy is walking <laughs> along the landing and they're like that shouldn't be a little boy in my house and they go up and they put their hand on the little boy's shoulder and it's the dummy and its head turns all the way around and hisses at them <laughs> hisses at him and I was like I had to close the book I was like fuck that I'm not reading this any longer that's really scary it's horrible it's the hissing dummy they were quite frightening those bu- books goosebumps yeah. <laughs> I, it. I love that. Fuck that. I'm not reading that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. I'm not reading that anymore. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Couldn't. So do you it. never finished it. I did finish it eventually. I got, I got the cuts, guts up and went back to it. But like, if it was going to hiss again, I was feeling like, brave. If there was any more hissing in that book, it would have been it. But like, Robert Blameyer hissed at me in school. He, he was meant to do. He was meant to go on the trampoline, and he didn't. He was. He was just like sat in the corner, and I went up to him. Robert, it's your go next. And he went. <laughs> I was like, right, that's I'm out. Forget it. You don't have to go on the tramp. I don't care if you go on the trampoline or not, mate. I'll just, I'll just try to get you. It's just been helpful. It's actually, well, I mean, you, you wouldn't like West Africa because that's how they get your attention. You're walking around, they're yeah. trying to get your attention. They go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would I'd be on edge it's all so the time. Annoying. I'd think everyone's got teeth on their tongues. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Private Parts Part Two. Uh, that was actually quite a nice little <clears throat> intro. I liked it. I thought we were in it. I didn't. Ah, I no, that's that just that's intro. just the, the immersive kind of like atmosphere that you feel within us. You know, to all of our listeners, thank you so much for writing in with all of your comments. We love it. As always, please follow us on our private podcast, uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and all the socials. Uh, we have so many things in. So we got one which is from Alex. Now, this is the update from a listener who wrote to us about he lives in Australia and uh, the girl lives in Canada, and they met at Oktoberfest, and they made no plans to meet. They made plans to meet oh. up in Hawaii. Now, the great news is Alex wrote and told us they had an amazing trip and he has exclusively told us that they even dropped the L-bomb. Oh. Yeah. How really? insane is that? So this is one of our listeners who took advice from us. We gave them the advice, they followed the advice and now they're in love. Wow. Also, I like how your listeners are very much like you as well. Uh, they meet each other. Where do you want to meet? Hawaii? Yes. <laughs> Just quite casually drop that in. Do you want to meet in Hawaii? Yeah, I've got a spare weekend. I can go to Hawaii at some point. Yeah, I'll be there, actually. Yeah, yeah I'll probably say that I love you while I'm there, actually. <laughs> we also got another one in, which is uh, for, it says, Light. Love the podcast and you three, Jay is my fave. <clears throat> Talking about you. They didn't even know you were on this. Who yeah, wrote that? Yeah, Thank you three. I wonder if you can help me with a problem that's really got me totally distraught. Basically, there's this guy who I'm totally in awe of and majorly attracted to, but he was way out of my league. I started messaging him with a fake name and fake photos of an absolutely beautiful girl. I know this is wrong, but I did oh. it. <laughs> that is wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's why you catfished him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've been messaging each other for two months, even spoken on the phone and been so flirty. Problem is, he desperately wants to meet me and I want to meet him too because I'm completely well, in love with him now. What do I do? I think I have... she's writing to the wrong people. Shouldn't she yeah. be writing to that show? No, this is great. She I have written a list of ways to improve my... psychiatrist or something. I have written a list of ways to improve my appearance, hair, nails, etc. Easy, and then I come, could lose weight, get fit. I could do my best, come clean and hope he finds me attractive. Or I can just keep putting him off and until eventually he gets fed up and stops. I think you should definitely um, stop catfishing people. It's wrong. And also, just don't lie ever. Yeah, or at least, especially yeah. like... Uh, Think about, right, dear listener, for one, for one... <laughs> no, get into it, hold on, get on, into it. So, so, so go on, dear honestly, listener. Honestly, for one, you uh, probably need help. <laughs> and, and you need to speak to a professional about this. That is, that is not a normal thing that you're doing. It's, it's, it's actually it's pretty uh, upsetting behaviour. I think it may um, be illegal as well. Also, here's a conversation that has never happened. Uh, so how did you meet your wife? Well, 
She catfished me, and then uh, what she did was she obsessively altered her appearance so that I'd be attracted to her. And then when I met up with her, I decided, Joe, you know what? She is quite fit. It doesn't matter that she deceived me. I will marry her and be with her forever. Uh, oh, what's that? You wrote into a podcast and you uh, you told them all about it there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's fine. So just. This is, just don't continue this behaviour. It's not all right. And the fact that you really the most the most upsetting thing about all this is that you thought it was casual enough a thing to just write into a podcast about, and that you didn't see that maybe this is like a lot more serious than you think it is. So, also, uh, she gave her name Ruby. So oh, well. there you go. Why is that her name? Now, this person. Yeah. This is probably a guy named Trevor. Right, we've got some questions for James. Now, James, this is from Sam via Instagram. How much of your hair did you did you give to Jamie's new... <laughs> what? To Jamie's that... new hair transplant? <laughs> yeah, it says that. It says... Is that a uh, trick? Yeah, I don't know. Someone got you with a prank. Someone there. got me with a little prank right there, I yeah. think. I well, said, what's the answer? Um, I, I donated quite a bit of hair to your hair transplant, <laughs> didn't I? Uh, you said you wanted some of this, these wavy blonde locks. <laughs> Uh, okay, we got another one from Nathan which says gloss, glossing. Over okay, yeah, here's, straight here's, onto the next yeah. bit, not talking about his hair transplant. Here's a good one. How do you deal with hecklers and what's the trick have you learned over your comedy career? That's from Nathan. Uh you deal with them all on their own individual merit and uh you don't what you don't do is have one stock response for everyone or, or one thing where you go, I'm gonna have to, I've got to slam them and shut them down because some of them are just excited and uh wanna get involved with the show and really like you. And if you're like, You shut the fuck up, it kind of ruins their night. So um you, you you, know, you just kind of unless it's in Derby and then it's like Bruh! yeah they really love it they're like yeah we'll shut the fuck up um, but like yeah so you just you just judge it by like if, if they're just like you'd speak to people normally so like that, mm. that's a part of it it's like a lot of comedy is I find is just like learning to um, think how you normally think anyway mm. and when you start you've got these preconceptions and you are like oh if I get heckled I've got a, I, I've been seeing a comic early on he's a really good comedian and he dealt with a heckler quite aggressively but it's fine because it suited him because I was like really in awe of him I was like that's how you gotta do it yeah. and so I, I'd be on stage doing really like whimsical comedy and going hey guys and I'd talk about apricots and someone would heckle I'd be like you're a fucking pedophile and like, and, and, like really like go like completely straight for the jug and it was stuff like that I was saying stuff like that and, and in your head you're going yeah got him that was yeah. funny well I, I'd go away going I don't know why the room the atmosphere changed so much after I called that man a pedophile and um, and then I had to realise oh yeah those words are really heavy quite loaded words and probably um, got to got to save them for when they really matter or it's relevant so oh yeah so save now I just when they matter yeah, yeah yeah save them for when the guy might literally be a peed and then that's fine but like um, I, yeah I just kind of now you know you, you deal with them as as is I'd also be aware that uh, I've always got to be aware that a lot of it you know is my insecurity if I'm like going into a heck if so the heck they heckle me I've got to not let my own kind of I've got to be nice to them in a way have they ever, have they ever, have, has a heckle ever left, left you completely speechless or not left me speechless a heckle's affected me quite a lot really? like oh yeah like um, I uh, two months ago maybe not even that I basically had to leave the stage because I was about to cry. And that is not. That is not. A, that is not a joke. Like I, 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 this guy, he kind of basically. I dealt with him really well. Like I was doing my set, and he was 
saying just that he didn't like it and that it, but it was loads of stuff about how he did he liked me on TV and he'd come to see me and this is really disappointing this is shit <laughs> what, how and did like, he get all that yeah, in it's like a monologue well because I engaged with him <laughs> because, but basically I, I was having a laugh with it because I wasn't taking him seriously and so I was like it was a really good exercise for me of like I'm not slamming this guy he's I can tell he's trying to upset me mm. like he's actually trying to hurt my feelings but like I'm just going to play around with it and not take it seriously and it was going really well and the audience were really liking it and like I, I finished the set and got off I was like great cool doesn't matter and then I basically got brought back on for an encore which I think was mainly out of sympathy for like the fact that I'd had to deal with this shit for so long so they were like get him back on and do it you can do it set properly <laughs> yeah. we feel sorry for uh, him yeah yeah a, a pity party yeah <laughs> so I came back on and like uh, I made a joke that he'd stuck around even though he knew it was going to be me again and and, uh, and then I thought it would be funny because again I'm kind of like deliberate in the, in the moment I'm like you know don't I'll do the opposite of what comics are supposed to do. So we're supposed to destroy him. So I'll do the opposite of that. And I'll actually, I'll apologise for being so shit. And I'll make, and then maybe that'll be funny. I'll just try that out. Because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you, you, you try stuff out without knowing if it's going to work or not. And you think, fuck it, I'll just try it at this gig. If it doesn't work, I'll never do it again. Yeah. If it does work, I've got it in the back pocket. And so I'll start apologising to him and being like, you know, man, I'm really sorry you've come, I, I, you've come here and you wanted me to be good and I feel like you've been let down and I'll try really hard at this. And, 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 but like, I'm doing it for a joke. But as I'm saying it, my brain goes, "This is how you feel. Like this is a, like you genuinely feel like this. It's not like you're not doing this for a laugh. Like this is whenever, whenever anyone heckles you, you do think, oh, 'Oh, I've let this person down.' And then, and then my brain went, we well, better start crying because like you probably should cry in that case. And uh, and I just, I've done this like therapy trick on myself, and, uh, and then I had to just like as I start, and then my voice started cracking, and everyone could tell I was upset, and then. Even the guy started looking at me going, oh, mate, it's totally fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter. And then, like, I just kind of got to the end of the sentence in, like, a really hushed... I was like, oh, I'm sorry, mate. And I, and I, I, I put, put the mic in the stand. I just had to walk off. And I was like... And that was your encore? That was my encore. It was like, go on stage, cry, and walk off again. Like, you know, so, like... And it was, it was mental. So, like, yeah, I, I definitely, like... <laughs> It still gets to me. <laughs> okay, we got one more uh, from Dylan. And now Dylan says, can you please perform the Kettering Town song? I'm a huge fan. That's very nice. I mean, it's a very, very long song. What is the song? What it's is a it? song where, like, the Kettering Town football club chant uh, goes, uh, K and an E and a T and a T, E and an R and an I and G, T and an O and a W N, Kettering Town, And then it FC. goes on and on and on. And my version... <laughs> I go round each time, and each time I go round, I you miss out. You didn't have to do it now, but you can watch it on, You can watch it on, on, watch it on, on repertoire, repertoire yeah. on Netflix. Uh, but like, yeah, basically, I sing it over and over again on a loop, and each time I go round, I had to miss out. I was practicing. I was practicing with Happy Birthday. Yes, H and a P and a P and a Y. <laughs> Wait, so a... explain this. So, so, what did you? So, your version is what? So, it's so you go K and T, K and N T T, N and R and I and G, T and O and W N, Kevin Town of C, and then the next time you go. And an E and a T and a T, E and an R and I and G. And then the next time you go around, it's and a, and a T and a T, E and a T. So you got oh, to keep no, on missing that's, them out. That's way too... That's like it's, rubbing your head and your stomach at the same yeah, time. Yeah. I can't. How, I can't. How long did it take you to... Uh, a while. Like, I, I decided I wanted to do it and um, <laughs> that it would be funny to... I, I really... A lot of my stand-up just starts with me liking something, and then so like, I just like that song. I genuinely yeah. think the song is funny, even though it's just <laughs> singing about Kevin Town Football Club. But I just like the song, and so I thought oh, it'd be fun to like do that game. And then, and then, but I was like, oh, too much effort. I don't want to do it. 
and then I had this Edinburgh show to write. And it's like it would fill quite a long time. <laughs> and so like I was like exactly I'll, what we're I'll thinking. do it then. And I had to like practice it at home. And because like because I used to play drums and stuff, I'm quite good with rhythms. And so mm. I was like just just like use your <clears> skills <throat> as a musician and try and try and incorporate that in there. Yes, you, and so when I started doing that, it got easier. You were in a band. As yeah, well, right? I used to be in bands and stuff. Well, what, was, what, was, what was your name? Charles Strawberry. Or? <laughs> I was in a band called. So I was in loads of different bands, but that band was called the Capri Sun Quartet, and I, I was called Sir William Strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> which is my my middle name and my favourite flavour of Capricorn at the time. <laughs> Not strawberry guy anymore. It's too sweet and sickly. Yeah. More, more go for the arm yeah, to the black yeah. But like, yeah. Oh my god! It's a, so basically what we also like to do on the on the podcast. I know this is a bit tangent, but we like to do a prank call. And because yes. you you got all these songs and got all these all these things, I felt felt like we could do a prank call. Now the roll baby just been born. Okay. Yeah, royal baby, yeah. Royal, we got a royal Which baby. Which I've started using as an insult to people already. Stop <laughs> being a royal baby. You're a royal baby, mate. <laughs> this guy's a royal baby. <laughs> so what we want you to do is phone up Buckingham Palace and we want you to try and book the royal baby yeah. for as a guest on the next podcast. Easy. That or Prince William or Harry or the Queen or just someone. Yeah. Just riff I'll, it. Go oh, with mate, it. I'll, I'll get the baby, don't worry. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, it's Marnie speaking. Oh, hello. Um, How are you? Hello, hello, it's Marnie speaking. Hello, Marnie. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Great. Uh, is this the press office? Yes, it is. Oh, uh, I'm phoning on behalf of the Private Parts podcast and just phoning about booking a member of the royal family for the podcast. For, sorry, I'm not, I'm not sure what you mean. So it's a podcast and we to kind of a like... a podcast or to... To be involved in a... To just be involved in an episode. We have different guests on every week. And uh, this this coming week, or like as soon as is at their convenience, we'd love to get them on and just ask them some questions. We have a variety of different guests on the show all the time from all walks of life. We've had on... Uh, Gordon Ramsay has done it. And uh, Usain Bolt did it once. And like proper... A lot of quite big names. Uh, but from all different areas. And we'd love to get uh, the, the royal baby on. Okay, sorry. Um, thank you very much for your call. Did you hear what I said? Yes, I think that I didn't catch your name. Pete. But thank you for your call, but that won't be possible. But just like with someone else, though, like not like just the, I don't, don't send them on their own. Like someone Thanks else very be, much be for with your call. them. Like, Bye. No, just like with someone else. Like a reminder. I think she was wise to that. <laughs> We've got further than I thought we would. Yeah. Don't send them by themselves. Send them with a minder. Yeah, well, I thought that was the problem. Yeah, I mean, that would be... Uh... Mm. What's your name? Pete. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Clearly not my name. Clearly not my name. <laughs> you and Ruby would get on well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Francis, um, it is now time for uh, the answer to the question of the week. So please give us the are answer. Re- are you ready for it? Oh, we are ready. Mm. It's, uh, it's quite surprising, actually, I thought. Do you want to have another guess? 
No. How many planets would fit between? How many planets would fit between the Earth and the Moon of all the planets? I said four. I said two, didn't I? We're both wrong. It's actually all of them. All of them? No. All of them. All of the planets would fit between... Even Jupiter all, and every, Saturn. Every planet that we, we, we know of it would fit between the, in the space between the Earth and the Moon. As they are, or ground as up they are. into little yeah, bits. As they are. In, it, like <laughs> side by side, up lined up. Like, you idiot. Saturn is full of gas. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the point. Well, Saturn, so Saturn doesn't count. You're, just, you're putting Saturn just on top of another planet. No, right? that's a planet. <laughs> yeah, but like you're not putting it... You're just mushing it into another planet that's already there because it's made of gas. <laughs> Or is it, or is no, it no, taking no, up its no, own no, space? No, it's taking up its own space. It's Rings included? Rings included. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so that's the answer. So you're both wrong. I just don't think you can fit every single thing well, in. Well, that's, that's the truth. So. I just don't believe that. Are you also moving the moon? No, no. You are, you, are you pushing the moon? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot away? to mention that. Yeah, yeah, you, you, are, them all in. you are moving the moon as, as the far moon away on the, on the edge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, Francis, do you know what time it is, well, buddy? You wouldn't just need to move the moon, you could move the earth as well. Move all of it. <laughs> do, you know, it do you know what time it is? Oh, yeah. Dude? I yeah, think it's time for my diary. Oh, right, it is. It's a, bit, it's a bit different to your one, actually. Why is it a bit different? Because we're very different people. Well, I mean, we're only yeah. a little bit different, we're not that different. We're only slightly different. Francis's well, diary is normally about him and Pusey driving his Ignis on the like the Pusey Vales, like looking at geese. Well, no, uh, that's nice. Yeah, it's Pusey. Where's Pusey? Uh, no, no, it's not in uh, in, in in near Marlborough in Wiltshire. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go on, Francis. Read us your diary. Monday. It's not so long. I've just got a couple of days. <laughs> Monday, the sixteenth of April. Or I've actually written if April. James, do you not like his <clears> little like audio voice that he goes into? Monday. I quite like it. Quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost soothing. Yeah, very soothing. And slightly creepy, but Dear soothing. Diary. Katie and I have been repainting the cottage, which has proved a Sisyphean undertaking, or at least it feels that way. Who's Katie? Katie's my girlfriend. Well, Fair she no also, no she one's also, ever met her, so... She also loves the... Well, what was all uh, this one in a million talk? The whole, the, whole, the, whole, the whole interview, you've been cracking on to me. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out... Katie? Yeah. Well, Katie's a big Sisyphean. fan of you as well. So not like, of course, because Katie's in your imagination. <laughs> oh, so anything that you think, she thinks. Yeah, yeah. That's true. No. Um, not, no, not always. Uh, sometimes we disagree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First, it was the very old wallpaper from the spare room which ended up taking a lot of the wall along with it, requiring me to put my plastering skills to the test. Though plastering is not rocket science. Mm. <laughs> Look how thrilling it is. He's talking about plastering. I mean, yeah. it's just full of Luckily, three. I've amassed some enviable DIY skills over these 29 years, and that is lucky for me because they have definitely come in handy. <clears throat> like the time a... Our local partner in Ghana was tasked with finding us a house to rent near the mine, only to discover on arrival, having paid a year in advance, that the house was not even halfway finished. This is a true story. Oh, God, it's gripping. (laughs) (laughs) And looked totally different to the house in the glossy photographs. The owner, who had received the payments, made some excuses that he he would be using the money uh, we paid him to fix it up. But after my years of Africa, I... uh, No, my years in Africa told me otherwise. We this is when all of the listeners switch off. This is when, this is when, this is when the I dick think, comes I think it's up. quite a good diary. <laughs> yeah. We ended up fixing the house up as we lived in it, and it's really where I finessed my skills with a trowel. <laughs> Very nice. Hey, what do you feel about that, James? Is that the whole thing? That's for that. Yeah, let's look through your hands, and you've got like... Is Monday. that plastering? Yeah, that's, that's paint, yeah. So it's true. 
True yeah. story as well. It's true. Hands Jamie's isn't true. Yeah, mine no, is Jamie's. true. Mine is true. I got pictures and everything. Yeah. Pictures yeah. of pictures of what? boy, boy so what, George. What, sorry, what was your dive entry? You did some plastering. Yeah, and painting. <laughs> yeah, you some plastering, some painting, <clears throat> and then you, you went to New Man in Ghana. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No, no. Tuesday, the seventeenth of April. I realise it's only my. This is my actual diary, though. So I'm sorry if it's not. Yeah, you, you've you've done your actual diary. Yeah, yeah, and, and you're not using yours to plug your your other jobs that you've got. No. <laughs> Tuesday, the seventeenth of April. I would well, wait and see. Oh well, here we go. <laughs> Tune in on Heat FM in the no. afternoon. I realise it's only spring, but summer has arrived, and as a result, the English have just stopped working. <clears throat> because sunny days are so sparse in the UK, whenever a hot day arrives in the country, uh, we are swept by a wave of FOMO people feeling like they shouldn't let it go to waste. Someone sent me an email saying that they had hoped I was out enjoying the sunshine with a nice glass of rosé at 11.30 on a Tuesday morning. No, I am not. I'm working like a slave, (laughs) painting my cottage and trying to bring to market the most delicious cider the world has ever tasted. Throwing the word slave around. Yeah. Although well, well, not like a slave because it's, uh, it's my own, you know, cottage, so I'm just doing it myself. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, DIY. People could say. Jamie, if, if that was Jamie's diary, he would have been like, I paid a plasterer at £2,000 yeah. and then he went to the wrong house and. Yeah. But I, I still pay paid another. for him anyway. I still paid for him. And I gave him a big tip. <laughs> Wait, is that. Oh, speaking of, uh, speaking of tips, do you know where the yeah. word tip comes from? No, go for well, it. Well, hold on, wait there. The, the end of a spear. No, no, it didn't. So, uh, so the word tip um, came from. I'm just trying googling to, it. No, I'm not googling it. I, it's I, quite off the cuff. Nah, for you, Jamie. I wrote it down. So hold on one second. So do you have like a little file in your uh, folder in your um, phone? It's like all your little bits of trivia. Just a little bit of trivia. No, this is. You I don't have. It, I just occasionally do. So tips, actually. So basically, back in the day, when you used to go and want to get tips for like money and investments, you would go to a coffee shop, and in mm. the coffee shop, you would pay a tip into a, a jar, which is on the table, and the tip would be to ensure prompt service. So you do mm. it beforehand. You do it beforehand. So you pay and the this tip. Is in, I can see your your phone now. And this is in a file that just says to ensure prompt service. Tips coffee house. So <laughs> up to scratch. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 that yeah. note. So I don't need notes. I just need prompts. Yeah. So do you think because obviously in America tipping you kind of have to do it because it's just, you know un- socially unacceptable yeah. if you don't because they they get paid so little yes. in, in their wages. But then in what do you think about tipping taxi drivers? Because I tip taxi drivers, but then they are they do effectively own their own business. So yeah. you're, then you're tipping them to do their own job. Yeah, a lot of the time. Do you agree I with think, that? Yeah, I, I don't even know if I tip them that. Much. I, I think I just round it up. But there's yeah. Oh, you round up, so it's like you know, it's like always, sort of four, I'm a round upper as well. So if it's yeah. like four pounds twenty, I go to five quid. I always, yeah, yeah, I find yeah. it funny uh, to when someone's when you're in a taxi with someone. It doesn't happen these days because everyone's in Ubers. But if you're in a, the back, black cab with someone and someone's paying with a twenty and it's like a five pound, then yeah. you just go, oh, keep the change, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, good joke. Good joke today. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh no, no, yeah, yeah, can yeah, I? No, no, actually, I'll keep. Okay. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and you have to watch them squirm. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, James, thank you so much, man, for Thanks coming on. James, Dude, you're honest, a legend. Yeah, you are. You're go and check out Repertoire on Netflix. It is hilarious. Dude, yeah, go and check out Netflix show. It's absolutely, honestly, it's hilarious. We were saying before, we're not just saying it's It's so funny. Also, are you on tour? Are you going on tour? Not on tour this year. I'm taking it a bit easier this year. I'm doing a lot of work in progresses for, for next year going on tour. Um, but yeah, just taking it a bit easier. Um, also, let, let's plug the book, Classic Scrapes. You can Classic buy Scrapes. That. If you want to hear more about the car crashes, they're all in there. And, and actually, yeah. Jamie, you never finished your creepy story about stalking James on a train. Oh, no, my God. you started that before we even started. I don't know if it's even been said on the show yet. You, yeah. said you saw me on a train. I say what happened was I was coming back from Manchester creepy. the yeah. other day. I was on a train back from Manchester and we got and the train got in. It was the last train back. So it must have gone in at like quarter to 12. And oh. you were wearing red were trousers. Yes. And I was wa- I was walking in the front of my, my business partner, a guy called Ed, said, oh, my God, I love that comedian. And I turned around and it was you. And I went, well, he's coming on the podcast. And I went to I went to turn around to say something to you. And you took a left turn around the building. So I thought, do I chase him or do I just let it go? So I decided not to chase you. because It was like midnight. You know what I mean? Were you on that train? I was on that train. We're probably in a... Thank God we didn't crash. That's yeah, I mean, lucky, lucky you. Yeah. That train did not derail. <laughs> uh, James, man, honestly, yeah, as I say, go and check out the Netflix show. Uh, go and uh, get the book. You are honestly hilarious, buddy. Thank and you. you deserve all the success in the world. You simply are incredible. Um and buddy, as we say to all of our listeners at the or to our guests at the end of the show, we love to leave our listeners with something inspirational. So whatever you have in mind, please leave them with something. A thought or a inspirational thought. Um, you know, just put you on the spot there not very good at inspiring people really <laughs> if I'm honest you're beautiful <laughs> yeah yeah just, just call, 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 call people names and stuff uh, look I think you should go into that moment all where you... babies are royal babies oh that's true and if you're you were once a royal baby yourself and there's no reason why you shouldn't feel royal today <laughs> that's true but yeah, I suppose they're not as royal as the royal baby right well, not, not like Technically, technically, <laughs> but like you know, it's you, you can still feel. Yeah, you know, you can still tell yourself as the world. Yeah, you can. Like, you can look in the mirror and go, "You are a prince." Yeah, you're a prince. You, you do feel that. Like a Jamie, prince. Jamie actually does that. Yeah, and then the mirror falls down, yeah. and he realizes he's got some plastering to do. And he finds <laughs> the wrong guy, and pays him two thousand pounds. Yeah, ah. <sighs> I love this. This has been one of my favourite. I think we'll have to get you back. I'd love to if you'll you'll come. Yeah, thank you. Come back. Yeah. Hey, listeners, thank you so much. Hey, we shall see you next week. See you next week. Goodbye. 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 You know, go goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, do you want to tell (laughs) them to go and buy tickets? To our talk because it's going to I be love nice. how we're rambling oh, yeah, on the end. You, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're probably still all listening. If, uh, if you enjoyed my stories about car crashes, then go and see their tour. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> love you guys. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.